What's going on? Welcome to Totally Blitz Podcast. We're talking divisional round playoffs. First seeds coming back off the bye. Some teams working their way into this round. I'm Paul Pickham Winham. And as always, go down, like, and subscribe, and comment your picks. And I'm always joined with. Yeah, you know, man, it's that boy, Kev, Water Boy, Savoy, a.k.a. The American Psycho. Psycho. Oh, okay. Shit's totally going crazy, man. But this is the Totally Blitz podcast, yeah, bitches. And my team isn't in the playoffs. I no longer have a dog in the race. I don't have a cat at the litter box. I don't have a horse in the stand. I don't have a horse in the stable. And I'm just chilling in the stands. And I don't have money to I don't have money to put to um watch the stand, so I'm just on the couch like a loser. <laughs> but but at least Paul and his peoples, they pulled up and they got to go. They got to they got to almost kill motherfuckers. When motherfuckers out the game. I don't give a fuck if y'all booed me out this bitch. I I I you can't I bet you can't feel your motherfucking fingers right now. Uh, for real, and shit. We made it to the dance, but we're the, it didn't feel good. It wasn't nah, the dance I wanted to be at. Y'all broke records, kid, because that shit was insane. They said that there were like 54 people um, treated for hypothermia at the game. Shit. Some warriors. Tickets was cheap, too. I believe it. But this week, we got divisional round. It shouldn't be much weather playing a factor. Maybe the Bills game, uh, but we'll see. That one, stay tuned with. But everything else seems to be should be good on the way. I mean, we got four games to talk. We got three spreads that are damn near a touchdown or more. Only one game on paper is supposed to be a close game. Let's jump right into it, Kev. Baltimore Ravens. We didn't get to see them last week. They secured the first round by. They're taking on the Houston Texans, which is a team that seems to be rolling red hot right now. C.J. Stroud is on a mission. They're a nine-point underdog on the road going into Baltimore. Ooh. I mean, C.J. Stroud, we love him. We love him. We love him. We love him. Great story. D'Amico Ryan's coach of the year, my pick. Great story. They fucking held her down. They did this. But now nah, this is the Baltimore team I'm expecting. I'm expecting the team that's going to run the ball, play great defense, and keep Lamar. Keep Lamar. Lamar will keep this offense going. And I think they've got a whole week to put that together. There's a chance they might come back slow. Maybe people are slacking. Maybe people are partying. I don't know what it is. But motherfucking this Ravens team. They show up and show 80% of their talent, they will be the best team in the NFL, in the NFL playoffs. Ooh, see, CJ Stroud has been on a fucking mission. That part is true. Right. Oh, but this Texans team really seems to be different than the other teams. They know how to – their defense, I think, is one of the big factors that a lot of people aren't really talking about is they come to show up. I'm saying 100%. I'm taking the Texans plus nine as one of my best bets. I think the Texans keep this within seven. 
I know the Ravens have taken good teams out to the woodshed. Their defense is probably the best. They're definitely the best defense left in, in, in the playoffs. They're arguably the best in the NFL this season. But right. I think this Texans team seems to be – I think they can do it. I think the Texans are going to win this game. I think C.J. Stroud's playing arguably some of the best football we've seen, and their defense has played really well. Like, And I think we could see a Lamar Jackson. Not saying he has a bad game. But throughout the season, I kept bringing up like he's fumbled. He has a turnover like every game. Like he's fumbled at least every game he's in. Um, and interceptions isn't the issue; it's the fumbling. And I think that like Will Anderson being back healthy on the defensive line, he was a second overall pick for the fucking or third overall pick for a reason. I just they traded up to make sure to go get him because he is a difference maker on that edge. Um, I was screaming the best prospect for in like football for like two years. So I, I think Will Anderson is that guy for real. And I think that the the Houston Texans are gonna shock the world and send the really? send the Ravens home. And we're gonna get the added talks of the Lamar. Oh, this is why Lamar like he's a regular season quarterback. I don't want to be the first one to say it, but I think that's what we're gonna end up seeing. Yeah, that's real. Nine point dog. Give me give me the money line. I mean, I respect it, kid. I got these babies. I'm expecting them to show up and show why the fuck show who the fuck they are. How you feel about them is how I feel about the next game. Because both these games are on the same day. 49ers, Packers, 49ers first week back since the bye. Christian McCaffrey seems to be healthier. He will play. I think and they're taking on the Packers are nine and a half point underdog on the road going to uh going to San Francisco. It's the same story every year. It's 49ers, Packers in the playoffs. And what happens every single year? I gotta go with the Kyle Shanahan buzzsaw, which is this 49ers. The offense is a, I think that the Packers have had a great story, but this is where the story comes to an end. I don't think the defense is going to be able to make the stops on them that they were able to get against the Cowboys. And Brock Purdy's not going to give you a pick six and another interception that leads you to the one-yard line. Or this 49ers offense isn't going to come out flat. Maybe you could tell me I'm wrong, but I just think the 49ers are going to come in here and just take care of business against this Packers squad. Yeah, I respect it. I mean, this Packers squad is led. Oh, wait, hold on. No, we're talking Packers, right? Yeah, Packers, yeah. Yeah, okay. So this Packers squad led by Jordan Love and this young offense, Matt LaFleur, everything is eating. And when Aaron Jones is on and going, oh, this team looks fucking phenomenal. But you got to play motherfucking 49ers. That deep. And they was busty. I was going to say, they was busty last night. I had Aaron Rodgers. So if there, but if there is a team to come in rusty, I think it would be the Ravens. But I would not be shocked if the 49ers wasn't ready to go. See that that week of bye does scare scare. Like I'm not too scared because the 49ers been there, done that, make up for last year when everybody was hurt. They're on a mission. Um, a lot of vets in that locker room that been like have been down this road with Kyle Shanahan but it's always something scary and the Packers like a lot of people say they're playing with house money Jordan Love 
they could lose this game and it's not a big deal. Like Jordan Love doesn't have any worries in the world, no stress, no nothing. Like he could really go out there and just play his best football because he's just playing ball, which is what he did to the Cowboys. It was like you have no stress. We didn't expect to make it here. No seven seed has ever won against the two seed since it's been a thing. And Jordan Love went out there just like CJ Stroud did and just played the best football out of any quarterback in the fucking playoffs that week. Yeah, yeah, that nigga did ball on ass. But I don't know if you're doing that to this 49. A healthy 49er defense, Fred Warner, led by Fred Warner and them boys. I don't know. Uh, I mean, they got the Aaron Jones factor could be real. But, yeah, I, I'm going with the 49ers. And I, I, I'm not making a best bet on this one, but I would lean towards the nine and a half. I do think that, like, they come in there and just fucking lay it on them. Nah, for this game, I'm definitely um got to take the um 49ers for sure. But like, that's not even the clearest thing. My question is, um, can the Packers keep it close? Like, can they keep it comfortable? Can they come out and throw four or five? If Jordan Love keeps it close, I'll give him credit. Like we're like if even if they win if they win the game I give it more credit but like if 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 it's a battle down to the fourth quarter I'm giving him credit but I just think the 49ers their offense to score so many fucking points and it's like systematic points like there isn't like yes they have big plays but then they also have long drives where they're methodical with it they're running the ball they're doing screens they're quick passes and they're just walking down the field. Uh, the only way I think this game stays close is if the Packers' defense makes some stops, whether that be turnovers or that this be making them to punt the ball. If the Packers' defense can make some stops, I think that's where this game's close. The no, I think if the Packers' defense can force flat. turnovers, I think that's where this defense starts to eat. If they can force turnovers on this fucking um, 49ers team, which is what you like to say, a system quarterback, they can definitely – I'm not even see what the Bucks did to the Eagles last week, where they didn't even like force turnovers. They just literally made them punt it every single time they could touch the ball. Like even if you do some shit like that, like you just gotta make stops. Like just make points. Like you can't let them get their three points or their six. Like just keep them on their side of the field. But let's get into Sunday where we got a double header. These games are closer on the spreads. First one we're talking, 3 o'clock, Lions, Buccaneers. No one would ever thought this was to be true. Buccaneers beat the Eagles, and they moved on to the next round. Lions getting their first playoff win, and I don't even, and I don't even know how long the number was on this. I think they said it was 30 years, the longest playoff drop in history. Longest, yeah. longest playoff drop in the NFL. Yeah. Now the playoff Dolphins are the – now the playoffs are that the longest playoff win drought. You know, you know who was who, who was that who was on that team when we got a win. Dan Marino probably. Yeah, that was the year. That was the year you tired. Yeah, I would say that was like late in his career. Yeah, no, but now we got a new face Lions there. They're a six and a half point favorite at home. They're hosting the Detroit game. I mean, hosting a playoff game against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at this complete. Their defense is rolling. Um, offense seems to be rolling. Baker is supposed to be hurt. 
Baker was in that motherfucker, wasn't that bitch cutting up, running the ball, going. It, they fucking, they seem to be rolling too. Like this is six and a half points seems to be a little big, but maybe you can tell me why the Detroit Lions maybe blow this team out the mud. I don't know why I don't have any Lions here. Uh, Texans, Titans, so much Falcons. I'm have my Bucks jersey from when I used to play for the Bucks back in Lowly. I just don't have no Lions yet. I think I'm going to change that this summer. Because the Lions have been balling. My Lions, I love y'all. Jared Goff has been looking like a good quarterback. Yeah, he has. It's, it's setting up that these boys are going to go to the NFC Championship. Laporte may be back. Who knows? They didn't need him last week, but he may be back. That's just like one of the best tight ends in the fucking league, or at least how they use him. He's one of the best tight ends in the league. Rookie. At least, yeah, at least right now, for sure. Um, but I really, they just had a war with the Rams, 24-23. Baker and them boys, like, maybe they're magical too, but, like, they, what they, I know the Eagles, I was saying it loud, like, this is not a good football team going into the playoffs. Like, you can't, can't bet on a team that's one in five to win a playoff game. Um, Mm -hmm. but still, defending NFC champion. And, the veteran, the more they're not veterans because I guess yeah, Bucks still had a lot of the same pieces from their Super Bowl run. But like Baker didn't look scared in the moment. Uh, there was a couple big drops that probably would have made it out of a forty-point game. Uh, to be honest, like if, and if Mike Evans makes those catches like he's done all season, like I'm talking, like it was a, they, they really would blew him out. And I'll take the give me give me the Bucks plus six and a half as one of my best bets. I don't want to say give me the money line just yet. I'm still mulling it over. But the only thing stopping me is the fact they don't have a run game. Because the defense is there. The defense is balling right now. Aiden Hutchinson is disgusting. But with the the Lions, you know that like they got the run game. They got Montgomery and Gibbs. They got Amon St. Brown. They have all the pieces. Defense is doing the best out of with what they got. They're doing the best they can do. I'm going to go with the Lions money. I'm going to take the Lions to win the game, but I'm, I'm going to take the Bucks plus six and a half. I think this game is a lot closer. I think this is a, I think this is a field goal game. I can respect it. I think it's a field goal game, too. I just like the Lions winning because I think at any point in time, the Lions can run down for a touchdown. Just in the fourth quarter, like for a game statement, for a game-winning touchdown, a game-winning score, I think Jerry Goff can lead them. I hope so. I hope it's not a Jared Goof situation. We're seeing like Anton because Anton Winfield was like snubbed on like the Pro Bowl and a whole bunch of shit. And like, I but you also you can't compare the Eagles to the Lions because like the Lions can tackle. Oh damn, Kev! You sending shots like that? It is what it is. You saw the film. Film don't lie. Nah, the Lions can tackle. They're definitely Dan. There's one thing Dan Campbell will not allow: <laughs> motherfucker that can't tackle to play on his football team. Right. He will tackle you if you not tackle right. him up there. Yeah. yeah, I'm playing that fine line. I'm skating on thin ice. Give me the money. Give me the Lions to win, but give me the Bucks plus six and a half. Uh, closest game on paper. The rematch of rematches of rematches. Bills versus Chiefs. Bills are three-point favorite at home. Patrick Mahomes' first ever road playoff game. 
and he's a wow. three-point dog against this Buffalo Bills team, which he has seen before and slayed before. But they ain't never been to Buffalo before. Ain't never yeah, been in Buffalo. He's in the playoffs. Never been. He's never even been out of Kansas City outside of the Super Bowl. And and you going? This is a Buffalo Bills team that is looking good right now. Looking hot, on fire. Because like usually it's easy. The Chiefs always beat the Bills in the playoffs. And I was like, oh, hold on, hold on. They might be tired of that shit, Paul. The offense for the Chiefs isn't looking too hot, but that defense is still – one thing, if we're comparing teams, it's like the Bills' offense definitely looks like the better offense right now. But defensively, the Bills just lost another linebacker. They're looking real thin out there. And you got the Chiefs' defense. That was, I know it was negative, whatever, but like held the Dolphins' uh, top five scoring offense in the league, number one passer in the league, and Tua, number one receiver in Tyreek. Number one touchdown scorer in Raheem Morris, uh, Raheem Morris that to just seven points. So like, defense is looking pretty good out there. Yeah, definitely. I respect it. I mean, it's also negative eight degrees, but that's a whole nother conversation. They got lucky. It just it just happens. Wait. But um, Buffalo should be chilly too. I'm not. Well, both teams are accustomed to the cold. I mean, play is not too big of a deal. Kansas City has to. I'm not gonna lie to you, Paul. I was kind of half and half, but you might have unsold me on the fucking Chiefs. I think um, the Bills, if they ever want to be, if this is their chance, like I don't think you get this many chances, like the Bills, like the Bills. Remember the Bills got four years in a row to go to the Super Bowl. This is their chance to kind of to finally kind of um right these wrongs of all the times they've lost to the Chiefs in the playoffs. So sweep them, boys, because they already beat them earlier in the season, didn't they? Yeah. Do yeah, you, this thing has to sweep them boys. Do you think this game goes to overtime? Oh, that'd be so funny. If, I hope it does. The script writers, you know, are already like getting that ready. Oh yeah, no more. They had it ready over the summer. <laughs> if so, I, I'm, I'm gonna pick the Bills to win. But if it goes, to oh, overtime, you pick the Bills. But if the Chiefs, if it goes to overtime. I want an asterisk because I think the Chiefs win because then it'll be the 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 story will be about how the, this is like the tenth game Josh Allen has yet to win since they changed the rules for him, and it'll be like the same exact scenario and everything. Oh, that's funny, but it is it is what it is. I got Josh Allen, that Stephon Diggs, and I got them boys. I think they're gonna be able to come through. But the biggest reason why I'm picking the Bills is because I love their secondary. And when I was playing the three um safeties on y'all in the fourth quarter, in the fourth quarter, the bad last game to make it into the playoffs, you had Jordan Porter, Michael Hyde, and um um Taylor Rapp. And that Taylor Rapp dude was making plays. He got the game winning interception. I would say he's he's gonna get a lot of playing time because, like I said, they lost another middle linebacker. So like that's probably that, like why they're running this three safety look, nickel back, and everything is because they're just so thin at linebacker. They already lost Matt Milano on the year. But but honestly, that's honestly like the we're both on the Bills. Do you think? 
if you had to pick the, the three points, do you think they beat them by more than three? Or do you think this is a field goal game? Not, um, it's going under three. I think it's two one two point game type shit. Real close. Yeah, He's, I don't want to know. I just want to see what the fuck the um what what Chiefs receivers are pulling up to this game. If the Chiefs receivers pull up competent, I think they can do something with it, but that's never a, a guarantee with these niggas. Someone pointed out with Marvin's Van Scantling, they're like he got paid eighty nine thousand dollars per catch this season or some shit. Oh wow! Because how how the lack of what he done all year, he got like a pretty decent contract. Oh wow! But yeah, no, that that's the, that's the divisional round: Bills, Chiefs, Mar Ravens, C.J. Stroud, Texans. Brock Purdy, CMC, 49ers taking on Jordan Love, Packers. Who would have thought? Lions, Jared Goff and them boys, can they go to the championship round in their first year of being relevant again? Or can the Bucks, Baker Mayfield, or they don't count out the underdog just yet? We'll find out. We'll be here to recap it next week. As always, go down, like, and subscribe. Comment your picks, your bets. We'd love to hear them. I'm Paul. Pick them, win them. Join with Kevin. Waterboy, Savoy. Y'all didn't know? Now y'all know, motherfuckers. Nah.